You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week we present a pub quiz style program with four rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each, in addition to a music round and bonus anagram. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Similar to a pub quiz experience, we serve up a fun mix of trivia as well as friendly banter. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 229 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I am your host, Kelly Sharon, and I'm joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi, Kelly. How's it going? Oh, I'm just feeling a lot of love. Ooh, how come? Uh, just kidding, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's our Valentine's episode. You guys, we put together a Valentine's special episode just for y'all. Woohoo! We do love our listeners, so hopefully you enjoy this one. Lots of sweet stuff in today's lineup. And a fun little fact is that Kelly's little boy celebrates his birthday on Valentine's Day, which is real cute. Yeah, real cute. It is. He's two. <laughs> Woohoo! That's wild. Feels like yesterday. You know what I've also been loving lately is I'm still on that thrice kick. As we mentioned last week, the trivia company and friends of our show, Geeks Who Drink, have a brand new daily quiz game called Thrice that we've linked in our show notes, but it's super fun. So if you have not checked it out already, you should definitely do so. Because how else are you getting your trivia from Wednesday to next Monday? You know, there's only one trivia time a week. So right. this will help bridge the gap. Yep. I actually even put together a thrice-inspired round for next week, so that'll be super fun. But as far as this week goes, just a little reminder that we have a brand new visual roundup on our website. This one is called You Down With PhD. Yeah, you know me. And it features eight images of fictional professors, so that's awesome. Also, a few shout-outs. Huge thanks to Six Chickens for leaving us a five-star review. And welcome aboard to Kelly and Josh, as well as Jennifer, for becoming new patrons. Thanks so much, guys. Woohoo! Thanks, y'all. And speaking of Valentine's Day, happy anniversary to two of our taters, Matt and Tyrone. Happy anniversary, you guys. <coughs> All right, it's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is... Twirl a softy. T W I R L A S O F T Y. And the question that goes with this anagram is What musician appeared in the 2010 rom com film Valentine's Day portraying the character Felicia? Moving on to round one. Round number one is called Love is Love. Love is in the air this Valentine's Day with this sugary, sweet, love, and Valentine's-themed general knowledge round. Question number one. What popular 1960s CBS TV series starring Bob Denver in the titular role also featured a character nicknamed Lovey, a wealthy socialite portrayed by Natalie Schaefer? Question number two. What Euro New Wave band released the 1982 hit The Look of Love included on their album The Lexicon of Love, 
Hint, their band name shares a name with the title of a Jackson 5 hit. Question number three. What major U.S. city did the 1929 St. Valentine's Day Massacre take place in? As part of an organized crime hit, seven mob members were executed in a city park. Question number four. Lady Gaga became engaged to what actor in 2015 after he proposed to her on Valentine's Day with a heart-shaped ring? The two called it quits the following year. Question number five. What classic Shakespeare comedy play includes a scene where the character Lysander delivers the following line to Hermia? The course of true love never did run smooth. Question number six. What American business mogul and former New York City mayor was born on Valentine's Day in 1942? In 2020, he launched an unsuccessful presidential campaign. Question number seven. List either the author of the best-selling 2002 novel, The Lovely Bones, or the director of the adapted 2009 film version for one point. Question number eight. A few weeks back, on January 21st, Kansas City Chiefs running back Travis Kelsey put up heart hands after scoring a touchdown during a divisional playoffs game against what team with head coach Sean McDermott? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one, Love is Love. Question number one. The popular 60s TV series that featured a character nicknamed Lovey is Gilligan's Island. Question number two. The band who released the 1982 hit The Look of Love included on their album The Lexicon of Love is ABC. I have it on vinyl. It's a really good album, guys. It is quintessential 1980s new wave rock music. It's so good. Question number three. The city where the 1929 St. Valentine's Day Massacre took place is Chicago. Of course it is. This insane crime was not surprisingly linked to Al Capone. Yes, that's right. This one was wild because some of the people involved dressed up as policemen which is quite a twist. Plot twist. Yeah, and the executions took place during the morning, like in broad daylight, in a public park. Insane. Yeah, that's right. Question number four. On Valentine's Day in 2015, Lady Gaga became engaged to Taylor Kinney. You know, I always thought that they were a little bit of an odd couple, so I wasn't like super surprised when they weren't a forever pair. You know what I mean? He seems too mainstream for her, you know? Yeah, I didn't really get it. What was he in? Chicago Fire, is that right? 
He was Mandy Moore's son in This Is Us. Oh. I still am like, wait, why is she the mom? What's happening? (laughs) Right? (laughs) She's too young. I think mom and grandma. (laughs) Question number five. The Shakespeare play where the character Lysander delivers the line, the course of true love never did run smooth, is a midsummer night's dream. He speaks the truth, you know. (laughs) It's not a linear journey. No, no. (laughs) Question number six. The former New York City mayor that was born on Valentine's Day in 1942 is Michael Bloomberg. Question number seven. You needed to list either the author of the novel, The Lovely Bones, or the director of the film adaptation, and they are Alice Siebold and Peter Jackson. You know, I'm not going to get into it, but if you're interested in some scandals, you should look up Alice Siebold because she's been embroiled in some wild stuff. Looking it up now. But also it's interesting that Peter Jackson directed The Lovely Bones because most people just associate him with The Lord of the Rings and these like epic blockbusters. Totally. But might I remind you that he also directed Heavenly Creatures, which is that strange indie queer film that helped launch Kate Winslet and Melanie Linsky's career. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Ha uh-huh. ha. Question number eight. This past January, Travis Kelsey put up heart hands after scoring a touchdown against the Buffalo Bills. We all know who those heart hands were for. Oh, duh. Mm-hmm. So Kelly and I were on a Zoom call doing a quiz recently, and Kelly Sharon was wearing a Travis Kelsey jersey. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to round two. We are continuing with our Valentine's Day theme with round two, our audio round. This one is called Valentunes. We are bringing sexy back with this music round consisting of eight spicy jams to get you in the mood. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. One. Free your mind of doubt and danger. Be for real, don't be a stranger. We can achieve it. We can achieve it. Come a little bit closer, baby. Get it on, get it on. Two. Just to 
the answers for round two valentunes song number one was to become one by the spice girls song number two was closer by nine inch nails song number three was i want your sex by george michael Song number four was Lovin' On Me by Jack Harlow. Song number five was Damn, I Wish I Was Your Lover by Sophie B. Hawkins. Song number six was Feel Like Making Love by Bad Company. Song number seven was Kiss Me More by Doja Cat featuring SZA. And song number eight was Need You Tonight by In Excess. This is a pretty good list. Yeah, sultry. Mm-hmm. So fun fact, Spice Girls when to become one, Kelly's favorite lovemaking jam. Oh, you know. Closer, Nine Inch Nails, More My Speed. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Gross. I did have this crazy crush on Sophie B. Hawkins when that song came out. And I was, I don't know, 10 or something. But I remember in the video for Damn, I Wish I Was Your Lover, she was crawling on like a catwalk. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) Some good stuff, though. Love that In Excess song. George Michael, classic. Classic. Joja Cat, always keeping it sexy. That's right. She knows what she wants, Kel. (laughs) And she's not afraid to ask. Mm -mm. Moving on to round three. So we're straying a little bit with this round, but it still felt love adjacent. So this round actually goes out to patron Carter. Hi, Carter. Round number three is called Happily Ever After. Magic Beans, Absent Mothers, Stockholm Syndrome, A Tale as Old as Time. This round is all about fairy tales. Thank you, Carter. Question number one. List the first name of Prince Charming from Cinderella, or the first name of the prince featured in Snow White and the Seven Dwarves in the Disney film versions for a point. 
Question number two. What Danish author wrote over 150 fairy tales, including The Little Mermaid and Thumbelina? Question number three. In attempt not to put off male audience members by having the female lead as a titular character, what 2010 Disney film was adapted from the classic romantic fairy tale, Rapunzel? Question number four. What heroic outlaw fairy tale character shares a name with an app that facilitates commission-free trade of stocks and cryptocurrencies? Question number five. Perhaps a loving tribute to herself, what 2019 Lizzo single opens with the lines, Mirror, mirror on the wall. Don't say it because I know I'm cute. Question number six. What is the first line of the historical quatrain spoken by the giant upon sensing Jack in the classic tale, Jack and the Beanstalk? Question number seven. What country provides the setting for the classic fairy tale romance Beauty and the Beast? Question number eight. With characters inspired by fairy tale works by the Brothers Grimm, what fantasy drama TV series aired for six seasons on NBC and centers on a homicide detective in Portland, Oregon? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, happily ever after. Question number one. You needed to list either the first name of Prince Charming or the first name of the prince featured in Snow White for a point, and they are Florian and Henry. Florian is such a pretty name and such a pretty prince. His little red lips. That's cute. <laughs> I think he's my favorite prince. He's a little femmy. I like it. <laughs> he is femmy. <laughs> Question number two. The Danish author who wrote over 150 fairy tales, including The Little Mermaid and Thumbelina, is Hans Christian Andersen. He was busy. Lots of stuff. In the original Little Mermaid, it gets a little dark at the end. They're all a little dark. Not a happily ever after tale. I believe that she throws herself into the sea and commits suicide and doesn't get the man and turns into sea foam or something really dark like that. Dang. No wedding bells on a ship in that version. <laughs> Question number three. The 2010 Disney film adapted from the classic romantic fairy tale Rapunzel is Tangled. That was a really solid animated movie. I hate that they named it Tangled because they didn't think boys would go see a movie that was named after a girl character. So annoying. What that's rooted in is really depressing. But also Tangled, there's nothing appealing about that. Truly. I'm just picturing her long ass braid all matted together. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, right? But yeah, like just a little note to parents of young boys. If they express that they're not interested in something just because it has a female lead or a female name, 
that's when it's time to have a talk to them. <laughs> right? That's the time to take them to it for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like Barbie. Go take them to see Barbie. Just because it's named after a girl doesn't mean that it isn't an important watch for all men and boys. Question number four. The fairy tale character that shares a name with a stocks and cryptocurrencies trading app is Robin Hood. Question number five. The 2019 Lizzo single that opens with the lines, Mirror, mirror on the wall, don't say it because I know I'm cute, is Juice. Hilarious. So good. One of the best music videos ever made. The song's great. The video's great. It's perfect. Yes, it is perfect. Question number six. The first line spoken by the giant upon sensing Jack in the classic tale, Jack and the Beanstalk, is fee-fi-fo-fum. So I was playing Bananagrams, that word game, with one of my kids the other night, and... I let her get away with using the word fum. <laughs> she contextualized it, you know, by saying fee fi fo fum. And I was like, fine, yes. In that same match, she also used the word jorts. So pretty proud of where this vocabulary is going. With a Z, right? <laughs> yeah, it was jorts with a Z. That's the best part. <laughs> that definitely has to pass. <laughs> I'm going to win anyways. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Question number seven. The country that provides the setting for Beauty and the Beast is France. That's why all the characters' names are French. Like Le Fieu, Gaston. There you go. Belle. Should I go on? The Dresser. The Lamp. <laughs> Chip. <laughs> Question number eight. The Brothers Grimm-inspired NBC fantasy drama TV series is Grimm. Moving on to round four. Round number four is called Heart to Heart. Give me a beat. Aorta give you a warning. This round on the human heart is worth getting pumped about. Cute, bud. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Question number one. What system of the human body is the heart part of? Question number two. What America's Got Talent judge and comedic actor who provided the voice for Gizmo in the Gremlin films was diagnosed with an irregular heartbeat in 2009, requiring a pacemaker? Question number three. Heart disease is the leading cause of death in the U.S. What is the second leading cause? Question number four. Consider one of her most notable works, what Frida Kahlo painting is a double self-portrait, depicting two versions of Kahlo seated together, holding hands, with both of their hearts and blood vessels visible. Question number five. How many chambers does the human heart have? Hint, it's the same amount of seasons that the popular TV series Succession aired. Question number six. What Tarantino franchise features a character named Ambrose Bierce, who rips the heart out of the chest of a bar patron and proceeds to eat it? Question number seven. Clear. What is the term for the device that applies an electric charge or current to the heart to restore a normal heartbeat? 
Question number eight. What recording artist who suffered a heart attack following an overdose in 2018 released the hit single Heart Attack five years before her near-death experience? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four, heart to heart. Question number one. The human body system that the heart is a part of is the cardiovascular. And we will also accept circulatory because it definitely plays an integral role in both. Question number two. The America's Got Talent judge who was diagnosed with an irregular heartbeat in 2009 requiring a pacemaker is... Howie Mandel. Question number three. Heart disease is the leading cause of death in the U.S. The second leading cause is cancer. I don't like this question. Let's keep going. Womp womp. Womps. Question number four. The Frida Kahlo painting depicting two versions of herself seated together with both of their hearts and blood vessels visible is the two Fridas. This one was really creepy, very surreal, but one of her classics for sure. One of her more recognizable paintings. Question number five. The amount of chambers a human heart has is four. Question number six. The Tarantino franchise that features a character named Ambrose who rips the heart out of the chest of a bar patron is from dusk till dawn. Imagine if you were just like in the bar, just getting a drink, <laughs> just chilling. And then that went down. Dang it. Rough, man. Rough. Classic Tarantino, though. It's always up to something gross. Yeah. Question number seven. The term for the device that applies an electric charge to the heart to restore a normal heartbeat is defibrillator. And these are important and they're everywhere. Once you start looking for them, they really are pretty common. Thank goodness. I've never had to use one, but they look kind of fun. <laughs> Clear. Thunk, thunk. Glad to know you'd step into action. Clear. Yeah. Ricky, I'm fine. <laughs> I don't think so. Clear. Thunk, thunk. <laughs> Question number eight. The recording artist who suffered a heart attack five years after releasing her hit song, Heart Attack, is... Demi Lovato. That was real rough. I was afraid she was going to die. Sad. Yeah, she was in a coma for a long time, though, and she seems pretty much back to good. Yeah, so weird. It's wild. She's so talented, though. That was scary. Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. What 1994 Richard Preston best-selling nonfiction thriller centered on the outbreaks of the deadly Central African diseases Ebola and the Marburg virus? Question number two. Golden Globe winners Michelle Yeoh and Aquafina appeared in what 2021 Marvel Cinematic Universe film? Question number three. 
What 1975 debut hit album from rock band Heart included the singles Crazy on You and Magic Man? Question number four. Made by Annabelle Candy Company, what candy bar of roasted peanuts covered in chewy, honey-sweetened nougat appears white in color with flecks of peanuts? Question number five. What Def Jam rapper shares a name with a 1974 black exploitation film starring Pam Greer? Question number six. What poker game variant that involves players receiving a mix of face-down and face-up cards dealt in multiple betting rounds shares a name with a male animal kept for breeding? Question number seven. What 1995 comedy drama film featured the tagline, A little pig goes a long way. It's connection time, and question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The 1994 Richard Preston best-selling non-fiction thriller centered on the outbreaks of deadly diseases is The Hot Zone. Every year there's like two cases of Ebola that pop up, you know, someplace random and scare the entire planet. Yeah, it's scary. It's gnarly. Everything inside just liquefies, Kel. Yeah. It's... And then comes out. Oh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Clear. Boom, boom. <laughs> Question number two. Michelle Yeoh and Aquafina appeared in the 2021 Marvel Cinematic Universe film Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Question number three. The 1975 debut hit album from rock band Heart is Dreamboat Annie. It's a perfect album, front to back. This is your lane. Mm-hmm, this is my lane, guys. We found it. Yeah. Question number four. Whoa, Kelly. What was that? It's just my heart recovering from all those electrical charges. <laughs> well, don't get too comfy. Clear. Dun, dun. <laughs> Sorry, bud. I got excited. I didn't realize you said heartburn, not heart attack. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> no, in fact, I think that was a triple taters. So if you correctly answer this question, you will receive three points instead of one. The candy bar with chewy honey-sweetened nougat that appears white in color with flecks of peanuts is a big hunk. A big hunk of garbage. <laughs> These are nasty. These are crows. <laughs> right? That's just not sound appealing at all. And they look pretty like terrazzo, but mm, not my fave. I'll pass. Not a friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Question number five. The Def Jam rapper that shares a name with a 1974 Pam Greer film is Foxy Brown. 
Question number six. The poker game variant that shares a name with a male animal kept for breeding is stud. Or stud poker. We actually recently had a whole round on poker. It was a fun one. Question number seven. The 1995 comedy drama film with the tagline, A Little Pig Goes a Long Way, is Babe. These movies are so heartfelt. Yeah, they're cute. It's too cute. Even just a little pig goes a long way. I want to cry. That's adorable. It's so sweet. Cute little buds. Friend of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Question number eight. The answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like the hot zone, Shang-Chi and the legend of the ten rings, dreamboat Annie, big hunk, Foxy Brown, Stud, and Babe. And all of those answers include adjectives for being attractive. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. Cue round two jams. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch out. Roll right into that music round. (laughs) Dang it. Returning to our bonus anagram of the week, our bonus anagram this week was Twirl a Softie. The question that went with this anagram was, what musician appeared in the 2010 rom-com film Valentine's Day portraying the character Felicia? And the answer is Taylor Swift. Twirl a softie scrambles up to be Taylor Swift. Team Taylor. Friend of the show. The real Super Bowl winner. (laughs) One of her many impressive acting credits, Valentine's Day, Cats, you know. Crack them up. (laughs) Just kidding. Well, that does it for this episode. However you are celebrating or not celebrating Valentine's Day, we hope that you have an excellent week and we will talk to everybody next Tuesday with some more trivia. Thanks for hanging with us. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. We hope you enjoyed playing along. If you did, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple iTunes to help boost our show ratings and get the word out. We might even give you a shout-out on a future episode. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any feedback. Our email is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com, and our website is triviatimepodcast.com. On our website, you can find a printable PDF scoring sheet, which you can use to play along with every episode. We also have links to past episodes, monthly bonus visual rounds, exciting announcements, and more. This week's background and answer break music was Playing in Color by 298. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California and Lawrence, Kansas. Special thanks to our friends, families, and all of our trivia buddies. This episode has been hosted and written by Kelly Sharon and Ricky Lime, edited by Ricky Lime, and features an intro song by Ricky Lime. Until next time, later taters. taters. You know, speaking of dreamboats, though, when one of my kids was, I don't know, maybe like four or five years old, 
they left me a little love letter confessing their love for me and said, you are a dreamboat. You sparkle in the wind. Stop it. I love it. (laughs) It's like, you don't say. (laughs) Me? (laughs) Thank you, buddy. (laughs) That's so sweet. I saved that one. Yeah. Obviously. Don't mind me over here sparkling in the wind. I love that. Sparkling in the wind and twirling my softie. Hello. (laughs) I see it. I see it. Clear. Thunk, thunk.